Hey fam, this is Call Cheryl Hun. You're in a call, and I'm your host, Cheryl Spears. The views and opinions expressed here on the Call Cheryl Hun podcast are those of myself and podcast guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any company discussed. Any content provided by myself and podcast guests are of their opinion and are not intended to defame any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Each week on the podcast, we will hear your MLM stories and also discuss MLMs like Beachbody along with the problematic Huns, super trainers, and CEOs who recruit using pain points and other sleazy tactics. This is not just another anti-MLM podcast. My goal is to prevent anyone from making the same mistake I made for the past eight years while I was in an MLM cult. If you want to share your story, email me at callcherylhine at gmail.com or send me a DM over on Instagram at callcherylhine. Now remember, when I'm not pulling back the BS on Beachbody, you'll find me here on my podcast or hanging out in my Instagram stories. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast or you might miss something juicy. Now sit back and relax, grab your favorite drink or snack and enjoy the show. Hey fam, Cheryl here. I'm just jumping on to give you a quick content warning. This episode contains content that may be alarming and trigger some listeners. Please check the show notes for more detailed description and take care of yourself. I'm so excited for today's episode. You are listening to Call Cheryl Hun. You're in a cult. And today I have Miss Amy Yur here with me. And we're actually going to talk a little bit more about her time in Prove It and not in Beachbody because you all have heard her story. But I'll go ahead and let her go ahead and introduce herself. Um, Amy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I was so excited. Um, and it's, you know, it's interesting because I've, I've done a lot about beach body and this morning it was like, you need to, you need to spill some more on, on prove it because they're actually tied together for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but my name's Amy Ewer and I was a diamond coach in beach body. Um, and then I don't know what rank I was at improve it, but I did rank up fairly fast. Um, I was not a car earner. I think I was right below that. Um, which it's so funny because you say the rank you're at and you think that that means money. Like, I mean, it's kind of like a job you think employee, supervisor, manager, that there's like a pretty big bump in pay. There's really not with MLM. It's no, there's not interesting. Yeah. And, and then the other thing I will preface, cause you can probably tell that I'm actually in bed right now. Um, I had a total knee replacement about four weeks ago. Um, yeah. as a, a lot of it was a result of some of the, the things and the behaviors that I did in beach body that compounded on top of a genetic condition that I didn't know I had. Yeah. Um, and 
So that was a total knee replacement and I am 43. So, wow. So dumb. So, wow. So yeah. I really want to, um, I know that we're going to talk briefly about Beachbody, but one of the things that I like to, was Beachbody your first MLM? No. Um, I, now that I know more, my yeah. first MLM was actually, uh, Primerica. Oh, what did Primerica do? Primerica is like insurance, life insurance. Um, so it's a financial one. Yeah. They have a freaking MLM for everything. Everything. Really, well, and that's why you don't even realize that it's an MLM. Cause I'm like, I thought health and beauty and wellness, like that, that was what it was. Yeah. Um, but no. So the first one I personally joined was Primerica and I did really well, really fast. Wow. Um, I was able to get my insurance license really quickly and I did pretty, I really did well, but it was, it, I mean, it's kind of the same with each, with each of the MLMs, I guess you get in and you're like, Hey, wait, I have to continue to work all this time. Mm -hmm. And I'm really, I started calculating my like hourly pay. Like, you know, this isn't making sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, and I think it was probably right around when I had my first. So it was when we were very first married. Yeah. Um, so that was Primerica. I also uh, had a very brief stint, I guess, in Herbalife because <laughs> I just wanted to, try, I wanted to try the shakes. One, <laughs> one shake. I was like, this is disgusting. It was so so you were basically the type of person who would sign up like, this is how I was. So if I was going to talk to anybody about an MLM and a product that I wanted to try, I was going to sign up as a distributor because what if I liked it? That way I could make money from it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why, you know, I also have Isogenics because I tried those yeah. and did pretty well on those, but I'd never promoted it. Um, Red Aspen, uh, that one was mainly for the kit. Yeah. Um, what else? And then my family has done, you know, my family did Amway when I was growing up. So it's just the normal thing. Yeah. It's just the normal thing. Especially and, where you live, especially mm -hmm. where you live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I grew up in Utah. Um, I'm trying to remember, I was talking to someone and I had driven to my mom's house and as I was driving, I saw doTERRA, Young Living, Trinant, um, Unique, who else? Yeah. They're corporate offices. They're yeah. all right there. Um, and then I even, I even drove past, I was totally tempted to stop, but I didn't. Um, the chick from Monat, Monat uh, Mandy Sue. Yeah. I drove past her salon. So I was like, oh. I kind of want to stop, but I didn't. She has a hair salon and sells Monet. Monet. Oh, yeah. she's, the one, she's the one who we, there were some pretty big issues with racism. Uh, yeah, she does. She's one of the top earners. Um, Chelsea in her latest video showed her. She's oh one of yeah. Them. I just saw that last night. That was pretty interesting. Shout out to CC Suarez. I wish that we could get that on these other companies. Yes. Like, ah, oh, so yeah. So anyway, and then, you know, so I kind of have just been around it my whole life. Yeah. 
So what brought you to like, because obviously you've been in multiple MLMs, right? So what brought you to Beachbody? Like, was it somebody that slid in your DMs? Like, how did you get to be a Beachbody coach? And then what, we don't have to talk about your time in there because I know pretty much yeah. all of it, but, and I think everybody else does too. Um, but what brought you in there? Like, what made you sign up? I was like the golden contact because I had been doing a program on my own. I had purchased, um, I'd purchased the turbo jam DVDs and then I loved those. And so I bought the Shalene extreme DVDs. And so when I decided I was ready to get more serious, um, I went with the Shalene extreme. So I had lost before I was even contacted by my coach, I had probably lost 60 pounds. Wow. And I, and I was already sharing it on social media. Yeah. That sounds like just, my. Yeah. Just to help people. Cause I'm like, you guys, this is so awesome. And I was learning so much more about, you know, why weightlifting was so important and all of those things. So I was sharing it. So yeah. a girl from high school contacted me and she was like, oh my gosh, you're already doing it. You should sign up. And yeah. So I did. Um, and that kind of went from there. So I have a question because this is a question I haven't asked anybody before, but I do want to ask you this. So before you got into working out from home, had you been to the gym before? And like, did you know what to do while you were in the gym? Um, kind of, I mean, yeah. I, I was more the type, so I would mainly go probably before I got married um, I would go like with a couple girls from work, yeah. we would go do cardio for the majority of the time and then do a couple machines. Yeah. What we're, we didn't track anything. We didn't like, we had no idea. And actually funny story. One of the first times I was at the gym, I actually tore my calf muscle because I didn't realize how hard I was actually working. And the next morning I woke up and I couldn't walk and it's cause yeah. I had torn my calf muscle doing, you know, that machine you like sit and you just push like with your toes. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't realize how much I was doing. So I really didn't know anything. Yeah. Um, and then it was just having kids and yeah, I worked full time and I was a mom and I just, I didn't have time to go to a gym, nor could we afford it. Yeah. And so we just, you know, it's, and, and now looking back, I'm like, oh man, you could have done so many different things to have learned. Um, yeah. but this is the path I was supposed to be on. So. It is, it is, you know, yeah. so like, and that's what I've found is, you know, a lot of the people that I've talked to, we were either moms looking for community, had, had maybe worked out at a gym, but not really known what to do. Right. Because if we kind of knew what to do at a gym, then we wouldn't have even tried to do at home workouts. Right. That's probably yep. why a lot of people, whenever you become a coach, your your ideal customer is somebody who's a fitness professional. Right. But they're so hard to get because they know it's crap. Right? Well, and it, and it gets so interesting because so when I, when I started doing it, and this is actually why I have a lot of the knee issues is that I did become an instructor because I fell in love with the programs. And so I, it, I just kind of cascaded, you know, I, my first one was turbo kick. Cause that like is my soulmate workout. Yeah. That workout's it, fine. it is my jam. And so I did turbo kick and then 
I was working at the YMCA and then they said, well, we need a strength class. Will you get P90X? And then I did core to force and then country heat. And then I think size. So I had all like any, I didn't do Pio because I've never been like a huge Pio lover. And I didn't do, I, and I didn't do insanity because I just was like, yeah, no, no one wants to do that. (laughs) So I didn't, I didn't get those. Yeah. So, um, so while you were in Beachbody, you basically had become an instructor so that you could lead, um, classes at the YMCA. And Mm -hmm. also you were still having to show up obviously for your challenge group because the instructing, I mean, instructing a class for Beachbody that doesn't count as no workout. No, it doesn't count. And I, it's crazy to me now looking back on it and the mindset that I was in that it didn't count. Well, I would track it on my Fitbit and it's interesting. So when you were actually teaching a class, your heart rate is a lot higher anyway, because you're performing, you're on. Yeah. yeah. And with turbo, you really have to perform at a very high level because then they will probably perform at a medium level. Right. And so I would burn 800 calories in a one hour time frame, and then say that it didn't count. That's crazy. And then on top and of that, and I would teach like three to four classes a day. That is crazy to me. And then on top of that, you were, were you following the meal plans as well? I think you were right. I am going to say the same thing that Jen said on her podcast. Forward facing, yes. But, and and I would do pretty well. Um, and this is actually is going to be a perfect segue into, into yeah. what happened. But because <clears throat> I would do it for a certain period of time and then I would just fall off. Yeah. And, you know, it would be like, okay, well, I'm going to take one of my children to karate they're right by the gas station. So I can drop them at karate and I can sit in the car and I can drink a Coke and I can eat a Reese's and I can have some Doritos or whatever. And then throw it all, you know, throw all the evidence away and nobody knows. Cause your family can't know that you're actually eating food other than what's on your milk right. plan. That's right. so right. horrible. I've done the same it thing. It is. And Yeah. And and it's just, and honestly, your body will force it because your body is just not getting what it needed. And I was only, so like, let's say with the portion fix containers, I did everything. I didn't account in, okay, you're also burning an additional 2000 calories just in workouts. I didn't adjust it at all. Wow. And so, and then I was like gaining weight. So kind of towards the end, um, I was super frustrated because I was, I was just gaining and losing the same five pounds and I couldn't make any further progress. I wanted to hit a hundred pounds weight loss because I just knew that would explode my business. Right. Yeah. If you have this great transformation and I like, no matter what I did, I could not break this plateau. And about that time we got invited into a keto group. Yeah. That was not, it was not our customers, but the top beach body coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big, within beach body, that's a big no, no, because they don't teach that at all. So when you got invited into that, like what, how, I mean, what did you do? Well, I had been kind of looking at things and, 
and part of this whole thing is Shalene Johnson, right? So Shalene had always been my trainer, like my favorite person. And she was just coming out with her new 131 program. And so I was kind of looking at that. I was listening to her podcasts and I would hear Melissa McAllister and I bought her book and it just, it started to make sense. Like if you, if you put yourself where it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to learn everything about keto. Yeah. And it just, and so it was like, Ooh, this is perfect. This is the answer. Yeah. This is it. And not only that, but because the coach, um, Kyle, I don't even know how, she, I don't even know if I was in her line anywhere. But she did the one, three, one, um, test group with Shalene. And that is what she kind of was like, well, we should all do this group. How Shalene's doing the one, three, one, but we can have Melissa McAllister in it. And she can teach us how to do keto and Melissa's program and the, the printout that she gave to us, it was called fixin to be made. That included then the portion fix containers. They were the fixin, but it was the made diet. So what color did you put? You, I mean, on keto, you cannot have certain things. So no, no. So she created her own meal plans using the colored containers, but following more of a keto diet. And I'm just telling you right now, Shakeology is delicious if you are mixing it with peanut butter and heavy whipping cream. Absolutely. Heavy whipping cream. I was on keto at one point. And I mean, that I still drink heavy whipping cream to this day. Oh my God. It's so, so good. good. Yeah. And and so it was the, these mind games, right? I'm like, wait. But, and and at that point, I really kind of stopped posting a ton. Yeah. Um, as far as like recruiting wise. And I had, there was a coach I followed and the reason I followed her, um, she was in the turbo fire DVDs. So like so many of them, right. They get their kind of credibility because they're so close to these trainers. So I was following her was not anywhere in her line. And she started posting more keto ish. And you can tell, you can tell when someone is getting close to leaving because it changes, completely changes. And she showed, um, on her Instagram, she took a trip to Dubai with some people in a, in a, I'm trying to even think how she phrased it. Cause I don't know if she'd quit Beachbody yet. Friends who had an, who had an opportunity or something. Huh. And so she went to Dubai. It was actually a prove it trip that she was invited on because they were trying to recruit her. Oh, so I bet you she got a, didn't Jesse Lee, like Aaron's talked about Jesse Lee getting a, a bridge contract or something like that. I bet you that's what they did. Wow. It would not, it would not surprise me if she did. So she then announced that she was going to prove it. And then in my line, um, further up my, let's see, one, two, three above me left and went to prove it. <gasps> and then another one of her side sisters. So that was in our same organization. I had gone to the diamond retreat with this girl. Yeah. She left and she went to prove it. And it was this huge exodus. Was this now, when, 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but was no, this when they um, launched BOD? It was pretty close to that, yeah, because it was right around 80 Day Obsession time. Yeah, um, yeah. And and I had become kind of um, disenchanted. I had looked at the 80 Day Obsession plan and I knew it was going to throw me so much further into the already crazy disordered eating that I had yeah. that I just, I knew I couldn't do it. And so I had watched all these people go to prove it. I had listened to the calls completely bashing the people who had left us and who had gone. Yeah. And they were like the same people that I had been in that keto group with were now saying, oh my gosh, keto is so unhealthy. And so and you know, not sustainable, blah, blah, blah out in the public, but I knew they had been doing it. Wow. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I won't do this. Yeah. Um, so I was still within, so I was still in beach body and I didn't, I didn't want anyone to know that I was even looking. Of course they all did. I, you know, no one was surprised when I, when I quit, but I ordered a seven pack. So a one week trial of keto OX. Oh, keto max. It was the max formula when I joined. Um, I ordered it on Amazon because I didn't oh. want, I didn't want anyone to know. And I tried it and holy cow, it was like such a difference. And it's interesting because that is going to be what happens to your body when you do something so drastically different. Yeah. Um, and then I loved it. I like, finally, I, within one week, I ended up at the lowest weight I'd ever been at during my whole journey. And I was like, what the heck? Like, what is this? Wow. And I can get behind this. Yeah. So I contacted Molly. Um, and I went to prove it. Okay. And, um, it's interesting because I was looking at my, at my numbers and hold on, let me look real quick. So for beach body, over, let's see, 2016 and 2017 is when I did beach body. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, over those two years, I, uh, lost $4,297. Wow. So I made now, and that, this is why it's so important to look at the profit loss Yeah, because I made in checks from beach body, I made $17,000, but my expenses were 21,000. Right. Right. Because of, uh, you know, the, the taxes on the trip and all of the things that we were encouraged to buy. Yeah. It was the VIP access, the extra, yeah. the extra products that you buy so that you can make sure your PV is in. <sighs> it's yeah. crazy. And so I knew at that point, my husband, my husband's patience was kind of running thin with it. Cause he's like, sweetheart, yeah you did this to make extra money and it's, you're it's losing it. money. Yeah. We're losing money every month. You got to, yeah. you got to do something different. So I decided to do, to move over to prove it. And this was like November, December. I think I, I think I went over in December um, because I had such an amazing transformation, even over the week. Yeah. Even over the holidays, even over the holidays, look what I did. Yeah. Um, and like pretty immediate, I made money. Um, but I also spent a lot of money in, in prove it. Um, looking at my, I really only did it full out for maybe six months. 
mm-hmm. because I started to get very disillusioned, but I, um, I made a thousand forty. So that was profit. Yeah. That was after expenses. So I yeah. actually make money and prove it. Okay. Um, but of course, when you join, they want you to purchase this insanely huge package. Right. And so I think, I think the package that I purchased, it was at least a thousand dollars, if not more, because you needed trials because we would mail out trials to people. A thousand dollars to buy into a company. Yeah. To, to, and what was that? That was inventory. Yeah. And but then you just have something you online would... that you can just send out a trial to your team, like to your person. Like, why can't you, why, why? And I think they may have gone to that, but we were sending, I was sending out one week trials. I was probably sending and, and people would pay for them. Um, I was probably sending out five a day because I had built quite a large community and almost everybody that was on my team in Beachbody that was underneath me, mm-hmm. they all quit um, because yeah. of the bullying that happened to me when I left. Yeah. Um, so they all came with me. And so I like pretty immediately just started making money. I, there were like three or four of us that the CEO, Brian Underwood asked us to be on a call with him. And it was like three or four of us and the CEO yeah, uh, and telling us how amazing we were doing. Cause I was hitting all the bonuses and I was hitting all the things. And, um, that's, the- that's a, a huge, yeah. yeah, that's a huge different compared to where you came from. Right. Oh, Did you was- ever talk to Carl Deichler when you were with Beachbody? No, no. Are yeah. you kidding me? Like, I didn't even get to talk to the top coaches, let alone like Carl Deichler. It, <laughs> it was, it was such a difference. It was such yeah. a difference just in the environment even. Um, and the things that they would do, I will say, you know, most of my, a lot of the team that was on um, my Beachbody team, that did go, I would not sign up with them because I didn't, I didn't agree with the way in which they left. Yeah. Um, and that's why I chose not to go with any of them. Yeah. But guess what? They're the one they're sitting at the top of the company. They made insane money right away because they had no problem going and pillaging all the downlines. Like it was nuts. It was nuts. Wow. And I, and I wouldn't do it. Yeah. So while you were in prove it for those six months and you got to talk to the CEO and all that stuff, were you obsessed with Jesse Lee Ward? I mean, when you talk about prove it, you have to talk about Jesse. I mean, I don't know if she was even in the company yet, honestly, because I've never, was that? what year um, was that? 2018. I think it's close to when they were switching over. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I personally know that I actually was in Modere right mm-hmm. around the time that she got fired, let go, whatever that whole thing is. Right. And I think it was a good couple. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. So that's what I always ask people when they're with Prove It because she is like the face of Prove It now. So it's like, so who, like, what type of trainings did you all do? Did you do power hours? 
Um, we wouldn't necessarily do power hours. It was interesting because Molly had been, I mean, she'd been really fairly successful in Beachbody. She got yeah. in pretty soon. She was friends with Shalene Johnson. Like they were yeah. personal friends. They would post, they were together at farmer market or, you know, whatever. So she had been in pretty early, but she started to find that it wasn't sustainable. It just wasn't. Yeah. And her income had gone down so much. And so we had a lot of the same training anyway. So yeah. I didn't really even need much from yeah. Molly. I just did my thing. Um, so the, the, um, you said that the money and stuff would go down. Is that because if you wasn't selling trials, then you didn't make the extra money or how did your commission work there? So the trials, it would just be basically, I would just replace the inventory that I had. Um, where I started getting disenchanted was the cost. Yeah. I, I mean the, um, and they changed formula as well. Yeah. So there was a lawsuit and they switched from keto max to keto OS, which I didn't feel worked as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I screenshotted pricing cause I was like, I need to remember this cause this is so stupid. <laughs> uh, the, um, the, the one that this is the one that killed me. Okay. So it was around $120, I think for a box of ketones. Um, how many servings? It's either 20 or 30, 20 or 30 for a hundred. Yeah. And this comes in like a packet, kind of like liquid IV. Um, kind of, um, they were, yeah, they were packets. So let me look, they have a new one. I, I looked it up today. They have a new one that is, that sounds gross. Um, some of their flavors were nasty, but yeah. then they, so, I mean, you're looking at $130 is the normal price for a box of ketones for 20 servings. What? Yeah. And how many times are you supposed to drink those things a day? So I was normally drinking like two a day. I would drink one in the morning. Um, and I liked the charged ones. Right. So it would, a, a box would last me 10 days. So you're basically having to do 130 times what three, cause three boxes would get you through. And That's my husband, my husband drank them as well. Cause he really liked these. He wouldn't touch beach body okay. stuff. Did he drink two a day? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. $780 a month. Yeah. Amy. And what's this stuff supposed to do to you? Make you um, run around with rainbows and unicorns shooting out mm -hmm. your bum? Mm-hmm. Basically. Which it is so funny that you say that because one of the very first, like one of the first images that that they had us like that they sent out to use was it was a unicorn like pole dancing with rainbows around it and it was like this is me on ketones <laughs> no way <laughs> oh yeah I totally I totally used it I swear I've never seen that before that was just that's crazy 780 dollars yeah. a month and here's the problem the problem is you purchase the pack like the original pack had I think it had like raspberry lemonade, um, like a fruit punch, and then a nasty chocolate one that I know they I think they got rid of it, and then orange cream. And 
those are like the basic flavors, but then they would, and rem and for anyone who, if you are more familiar with prove it now, this is how it was when I was in it. Okay. Um, they would come out with limited edition flavors all the time, multiple times per month. What? They would drop like now here's heart tart. Now here is, uh, there was like a grapefruit one. And so it's a limited time. It's a special flavor. So you need to purchase two or three boxes. Well, what if you like that flavor? Like it doesn't come back. Um, sometimes they bring them back, but sometimes not. So it was this scarcity mindset. So you're like, crap, I love this flavor. I better buy four boxes, five boxes. Wow. And so you would do that, right? Cause it just seemed normal. And for me, I was going through a whole lot. Not only what I was, what I was drinking, but I was sending out trials left and right. Like they were flying out, like literally it was crazy. Crazy. So wow. Well, and so then, so then I, you know, as I was doing this, they came out with a 60 hour reboot. So that is a 60 hour supported fast. Um, where you don't eat at all, I'm guessing, right? You know, I'm trying to remember how it worked. You drank a ketone in the morning. You had like two packets of bone broth that you would drink in the day. Mm -hmm. And and then one was like a, and then a tea at night, something like that. It okay. was, it was basically, it's a supported fast is what we called it. Yeah. Um, and the company, the company made you do this or this was something the company... Did. Yeah, you would buy the kit. Oh, they had kits. Oh, they, and we would do it at least once a month. At How least much were these kits. Uh, it's now on sale for ninety four dollars for foam broth and tea and ketones. Yeah, to starve yourself. I paid a hundred dollars a month to starve myself. Whole every month. I did. I did it at least once a month because I was loving the results and the mindset that I was in from having dieted like my whole life right was if 60 hours is good then 120 hours is better right and so I would purposely see and I hated one of the bone broth flavors was like a salted caramel it was horrible for um, bone broth how do you it was so bad. And so I would just skip that one. So I'm yeah. having even less. Um, but I would be like, oh, I want to see how long I can go <clears throat> on on this fast. And I'm going to do supported. See how long I can starve myself. Right. It's supported. So I'm drinking ketones still. It's totally fine. And I would fast five days sometimes. And during... Are during this five days, I'm also still teaching at least one class a day. Amy. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. And it was crazy. I don't know the like physiology of it. I don't know why I would have energy out of the roof by like day five. I felt fantastic and ate everything inside to keep it alive basically yeah. right like yeah wow yeah 
five day fast. Oh, absolutely. Once a month okay. at least. Were you praised by your upline for doing that? Or you didn't really have it or by your people for doing that? <laughs> um, yeah, they were like, holy cow, you're amazing. I can't believe you're able to do blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was looking really good. Um, yeah. I finally got below any weight I had ever been able to hit with beach body. I probably went like in 15 pounds, maybe from where I was when I was in beach body. Yeah. And so I was totally praised by my upline because I was selling like crazy. I was, you know, being a proof of the product. I was doing all these things and I looked amazing Yeah, for a brief period of time. Right. Because then you cannot sustain it. You can't. No, you can't. You'll die. Like, yeah. You will die. Oh yeah. And, and it was like, you know, reading all of these testimonials of, you know, oh my gosh, this helped my child with blah, blah, blah. So then I'm like, God, I just need to switch all my kids over to keto. <gasps> and, you know, <laughs> my kids are fairly, uh, independent, strong-willed individuals. Yes, they are. They didn't, they didn't go for that. They were like, no, no, no. No, I'm no. like, do you know, have you ever made what, like, it's like the Chex mix that's like chocolate, peanut butter, powdered sugar. Yes. I would make a keto version of that and, and be like, look, this is yummy. And they're like, Whoa. how is that a keto version? Cause it's, that's like all the things you're not supposed to have. How did you do that? What did you use in place of Chex mix? Pork rinds. Oh, oh, that doesn't even sound good. like, how do you make that taste like sugar or powdered sugar? Oh, okay. So it, what I would do pork rinds, pork rinds, um, like a Lily's chocolate bar. Cause it's like a low sugar, whatever it's keto, you know, acceptable. So I'd melt those and then I would add in some like natural peanut butter and then, um, oh, what's the name of the crap? I can't remember the name. There's a specific type of, of, uh, there's a company that does sugars and it's more like monk fruit or whatever. So it's allowed on keto and yeah. they had, a, they had a, a powdered sugar. So I would put that on it and they were like, no, I'm proud of your children. No. They're so <laughs> smart. Uh, if <laughs> Poor friends. I, I did I did keto for probably about seven or eight months in 2016 into 2017 mm -hmm. and um I actually stopped keto I was this close to going to prove it around that time because I was doing beach body and I was losing a bunch of weight right but I was like, I was stuck. Right. Mm -hmm. And, yep. um, I of course saw all this stuff. Like I would look up keto things and here comes prove it where it's like supports yep. you. But the only thing that saved me from quitting Beachbody and joining another group, well, join and prove it was actually, I ended up having my gallbladder removed because wow. of keto. Wow. Yes. yes. And, um, but what I'm saying is I ate my fair share of pork rinds. 
Oh yeah. Because I love chips and I like the crunchiness. Yep. And there's no damn way that you would get me to put sugar or chocolate on them to fake the Chex Mix. Oh Amy, my gosh. I it was so bad. Gross. It was like, and, and you look back at it now and even some of the videos that I watch where I did recipes or whatever, I'm like, what was I doing? Like, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And, and I was starting to then get to the point where I'm like, I am not feeling good doing this anymore. Yeah. Like I, I don't feel good. And so I was kind of stepping back and then we were going through the process of building a house and yeah. I, um, I, <laughs> I, I think I've talked about this before, but I do have OCD and one of them is scrupulosity. I am worried that I am not going to be good enough or I cannot let someone else um, down in yeah. any way. Yeah. And so the high school, we had a brand new high school and oh, cute puppy, um, brand, brand new high school. The, the gym teacher, one of the gym teachers was scheduled to have a baby two days before school started. And was going to be out the entire first trimester. Uh Well, I don't know how, I don't know how people found me, but they were like, Hey, you have a bachelor's degree. You have a background in exercise. Will you teach PE for the first trimester? So I somehow ended up teaching high school PE and I'm like, (laughs) how did I get here? (laughs) Oh my God. Beach body workouts. Did you make the kids do beach body workouts? We did some, it was more, definitely more on the P90X side, except for, um, I had some classes that wanted to do more of the dancey ones. So mm-hmm. I would do them. Sometimes I had some friends that would teach different classes and I'd have them come sometimes. And sometimes we would just do whatever, like the best PE teacher ever. I think it would be so fun. Right. My- my daughter, so my daughter went to the high school, she was in 10th grade and she was like, um, people keep asking me, oh, wait, is your mom, is your mom the PE teacher? And she's like, yeah. And they're like, she's so cool. So Samantha was like, mom, you're more popular than I am. And I'd prefer if you didn't sub here anymore. <laughs> I was like, hmm. But so I had all of this going on and we were selling and buying and, yeah. and I, the, the stress of it. I could not maintain the diet part. Um, I just couldn't, I didn't have the energy because again, I, my philosophy with PE was I am not going to ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do. Right. So we're not going to do the mile run because I hated the mile run. (laughs) We're not going to do that, but I worked out with each of my classes. Yeah. I had six classes a day. So you were working out six times a day. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. And trying to eat keto. And I don't know if you were eating. You were fasting five days a month. I was fasting quite quite frequently. And it's just like the, it's so hard to explain to someone who has never been so manic, like with dieting. Yeah. Um, Just the loop that you get in and the thoughts that would come in and And it was, you know, well, if you restrict even further, you'll lose more weight. 
And I started gaining weight yeah. because I was killing my body. Yes. Um, and so I was kind of becoming disenchanted a little bit with prove it. And I, and same thing, like with keto, I would go on and off of it, which is horrible for your body. My body never knew what to expect in a given right. day. Yeah. And, and I also though, my husband's like, you know, yeah, we're spending $800 a month or, you know, whatever in ketones, but I was making money. I, you know, I was, we weren't in the hole. Yeah. Um, and what finally one product just, I was like, Oh, I will, it woke me up like that. Um, keto up and I pulled it up to look, <clears throat> the pricing is better now than it was when I was in. Mm-hmm. So keto up is their soda with ketones in it. Um, and a, the big apple was the one that came out and it's actually the one you can do right now. Do you want me to do a, a 12 pack price or a 24 pack price? Oh God, just do, do the 20, 12 pack first. Okay. A 12 pack is $67. Holy cow. For a 12 pack of soda. Yeah. What? I don't even want, but go ahead for the people. What's the 24 double. It's $134 for 24 sodas. People get that. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, just the promoters though. Has to be. There's no way you walk up to somebody and say, you know what? I got this soda for $64 for a 12 pack and yeah. 130 for a 24 pack. There's no way. No. Like, and I just, I could not, when they introduced that, I was like, no, just no immediately. No, I will not do that. And, and you recognize very quickly, prove it was much more um, of a cash grab from the company yeah. than Beachbody was. And Beachbody was pretty dang bad. Right. But the number of flavors, the number of sales, the number of, you know, new things that you had to get was astronomical with Prove It. Yeah. I mean, well, you can see it. Like when, I mean, I don't really pay too much attention to Prove It. I only watch like stuff that um, Aaron and Julie Joe share. Um, and of course you see stuff with like Jesse Lee, but you can see like all of their stock that they have behind them. And it's like, oh, yeah. are are you a Prove It store or like what is going on? I mean, and I thought I had a lot of product, right? Like we use all that product, right? But there's no way if you're paying a thousand dollars for a starter pack Mm -hmm. that you are actually using all that product in one month. So they present it to you as a way to make say to make trials basically, right? Is how they present it to you. Wow. Yeah. So I would do a lot of trials. Um, but it got to the point that I was like, this doesn't work. It's, you know, it's not going to do what you say it does. And if you feel like it does, because there are some times that I'm like, I actually kind of like the way I felt drinking some of them. Yeah. You can purchase them on Amazon, not the, not the private brands because their formulation now is not as good. Yeah. But the old formula that I liked I can purchase those ketones for like a third of the price on Amazon. If I decided I wanted to do it. That's 
why would you need ketones? What does that do for you? Like, why would you need it? Why, why do they say you need it? So the reason you need it is because it puts you into an instant state of ketosis where your body switches from using carbs for fuel to fat for fuel. Fat for fuel. Okay. And you're right. I could, I had all the monitors. I could check my ketones and they would go like straight up, but they would fall. Like they would fall by that afternoon. There was not really a huge benefit or any benefit. Basically had to drink it to stay in ketosis is what it is. Yeah. Like, which is why some of these, you see them just downing them nonstop. All the time. That um, can't be healthy. No. And, and <laughs> let's be real. I come from beach body where we were chugging energized, like nobody's business. So oh I normally God. drink fully caffeinated ones. Oh yeah. I mean, what's I the point? Do- energized shots at my friend's house at 11 o'clock at night while we're sitting there having a drink and hanging out. We're like, well, we're going to stay up till two. Let's do some energized shot. You know, yep. like, yeah. So, I mean, it was the same. And so when I, the hardest part though, and this is where I feel so bad for people. When you, when you finally quit, yeah. you are so lost. I'm like, what am I, what am I supposed to eat? right? What are you supposed to do? What are you, are you supposed to drink? What are you supposed to drink? What are you, what are like, wait, am I supposed to not eat carbs? Am I supposed to eat carbs? Am I, you know, only a quarter of an avocado where on keto, I was eating a whole avocado and I got to the point and I'm like, I don't even know my body. I don't know what my hunger signals are. Mm -mm. I I can't trust myself with Mm -hmm. cravings or with whatever. And like the mind games, the last like two years, three years yeah. are horrible. Yeah. And as I was speaking to somebody earlier today, um, at a, in another interview and I was, we were talking about the same thing. Right. And she was like, you know, it seems to be a, the, the theme for every person that leaves Beachbody that, um, or any like health and wellness, right. Company that we, we end up gaining weight back. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's because we don't trust ourselves. It's almost like you, like for, for instance, um, I was in a car accident in 2015 and I remember, um, I had been doing 21 day fix. Right. Um, and basically starving myself or whatever. But once I got out of the hospital and I realized that my life had been saved, right? Like I'm, I'm alive. My husband said, what do you want to eat? And I said, a cheeseburger. I want the biggest cheeseburger that we can get. And I didn't stop eating cheeseburgers for like three months. Right. And I was just like, like, it's that you don't know what to do. You don't. And you watch these top coaches who are showing you the epitome of a binge cycle. Yeah. Every week. And they're the people that you follow. They're the people that you look up to. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, hold on this. So I, and, and keep in mind. So I had left, we had built a house, I'd moved in and I was like, I need to do something. I don't want to do another MLM. Yeah, so I did. I am a certified life and health coach. Like I don't, did you know that? No, I did not. Sure am. Like I could be Ashley. Um, but I did it because I learned, I was like, I need to figure me out. Right. 
And if this can help me get some tools to figure out. So I do have a couple of nutrition certifications. What? (laughs) Okay. I do, but I'm like, why would I, why would I help talk someone else through this when I am in the middle of going, what do I do? Like, I would not feel comfortable coaching someone and it's crazy to me. And even, you know, now, so I've been down for like four weeks and I had the, the like, oh crap, people are going to be bringing us meals. Like we had friends bring us dinners for like a week. What am I going to be eating? Like I had that thought. My husband was like, your only job right now is to get better, is to get better. And so he's like, so here's, you know, here's your treat corner. Here's, you know, these different things and just eat if you're hungry and it's hard. It's so hard to, to get out of that mindset because I've been in it since I was 10 or 11, but haven't like most of us have, right? Like most of us have been in that mindset since 10 or 11. Um, I mean, and then you, and you're so it's, it's like a cycle of abuse almost because Mm -hmm. you're so used to, I just don't understand what is wrong with this dog. Sorry, podcast world. I'm trying to take squeaky toys away from my dog. Um, I, I couldn't even hear anything. You're all good. She brought me two squeaky toys. But um, anyways, so you're. it's almost like you're in a cycle of abuse. You know, like people say that when you grow up with an abusive family or whatever, like you're most likely to go into, I mean, that's what they say, right? Um, and when you are consistently growing up in diet culture, growing up in those types of things, it's you're such an easy target for these companies and, and to fall right into yeah. it. And like, I know that what we, we usually tell people is to talk to a registered dietitian, right? But mm-hmm. that's hard. I mean, I don't know if-, if And it can be expensive. Expensive and it's hard, right? Because like, for me- I just got out of Beachbody, right? Like in February. And so I don't, like I talked to a registered dietitian and she was like, well, you know, are you planning your meals at the beginning of the week? And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, I don't cook in this house. I don't cook at all. Like, I hate to cook. My husband does. I might cook if I have to, right? But I'm like, I am 100% like quick, fast and easy. And I don't crave I don't crave vegetables. Every no. since eating vegetables for so long, I just don't want them. Oh, right? I don't either. It's a total mental block where it was like, that used to be all I would eat. Yes. It, I was looking for volume. Yeah. Um, And, and so like, I totally have had aversions to, mm-hmm. and, and because of keto, I had aversions to fruit. Yeah. I have, you know, so all of these things and, there are some really fantastic registered dietitians out there. There are some that are going to get you into keto that are going to get you. So it's like, how do I even know that? How do you know who to talk to? And <laughs> so what it comes down to is watching people and not just what they say, but what they do. Right, right, right. And, you know, and finding some of these different dietitians online, like Abby Langer, um, I bought her course, uh, when she did the pre-launch and she's doing yeah. a new one that's like eating after 40. Cause guess what? My body's different. It's right. different than it was. 
Are you going to do her program this time around? I think I'm, I think I might too. So yeah. I'm, I bought it when she was, when she did her first one. So okay. we're grandfathered in, a, in on the second. Okay. I think I am. It's when does it start? October. Uh, I don't remember the, the date. Is October 16th. I think is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, I have it down for me to, to go in and join it. Cause I do need to join something. And I do trust her because, you know, I always run people through Jen because yep. she will be the first to tell you if they are fake or not, right? She's yep. got a whole book of everybody's certifications. Yep. I wonder if she's got your cert. Does she have your certification? <laughs> oh, man. That's where I'm like, I don't, I don't ever even talk about him. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, I did it mostly to figure myself out. And yeah, that makes sense. Know, and it's so hard because... I know the last couple of years have been a hot mess for everybody. Like we have gone through, through it. it. We have had some crazy, crazy things happen in our family in the last two years that I just could not mentally handle being on a diet. I just yeah. couldn't. Do it. And yeah. so you're yeah. right. I have gained a lot of my weight back and yeah. And I have to be okay with it. Am I okay with it? There's a lot of times I'm not. Right. You know? And and I have to accept that part too and give myself grace. But, you know, when uh, Autumn's like stupid live that she did this morning and she talked about how there's no balance and you have to be like working and all these things. I chose my family the last right. two years. Exactly. And I don't regret it in the no. least. Not and, at all. No. You know, like my family still to this day, they're like, when we go to get food or whatever, like we're ordering out or anything, they'll be like, well, what do you want, Cheryl? Because you're the one with the restrictions and they still do it. Right. And I'll be yep. like, oh, I don't care. Y'all just tell me what you want and I'll, I'll pick something, you know? And yep. I'm usually, they're like, well, do you want McDonald's? I'm like, I'm always down for a good quarter pounder. Right. Like, you know, and so, but it's different now because, and it did affect them because I would, I remember right around um, when the pandemic started happening that um, I would go and get the bird's eye pasta, right? Macaroni, cheese, macaroni and cheese or the red sauce one. So that when they had spaghetti, I could eat meatballs with them because the turkey meatballs are good, but I couldn't eat the noodles that they were eating. I had to eat the bird's eye, right? Yep. And it's like, when Autumn talks about stuff like that, it's like, Autumn, you're not listening to the people that you affect every oh. single day. Like, and impacting our kids and our, cause my, you know, my very impressionable kids, I'm trying to get him to eat pork rinds and chocolate. Like what, what the, and, what? and as I, as I started doing this, it's like, is it worth it? No, I want my I want my kids to grow up knowing that their bodies are amazing. Like I birthed five children. What? Like my body needs to be honored for that. Yes, it does. Instead of punished. And I felt like that was what I was doing yeah. all the time. And you know what, Amy, like, cause you did say, you know, you were talking about how you gained weight back or whatever, and you have to give yourself grace for that. Um, just for everyone else, it's the same thing, right? Like, I, I find, I still find myself every single day, like 
you know, staring in the mirror or sitting down and having those extra little like rolls and curves and, and being like, you know, well, maybe, maybe if I didn't eat this today, right. But no, and that's where you have to fix, you have to fix that, right. You have to get your relationship with food under control in a healthy way before you can do anything else, honestly. Absolutely. And, you know, as much as this whole like process of having to get a total knee replacement, cause I've been pretty much down since like February, we yeah. tried all the things so that I didn't end up here, but I ended up here Yeah, and it has helped me realize like what is truly important because mm-hmm. my goal right now is to take my dog on a walk, right? That's my goal where yeah. before my goal would have been to lose a hundred pounds or, you know, eat this certain thing. And it's like, no, I want to be able to go on a walk. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right. You know? And, right. and so it definitely has, has helped me, I guess, recalibrate what's important. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that brings me to, um, I do want to, um, say that, um, I got a, a message today from someone who actually said, um, she just listened to Jen's episode today. And she said, I hope you get Amy on there soon. Oh, and she said, I was a Beachbody coach too. And I am shocked how similar my stories are. These stories are to my own. I wish I had known you all then. I look back now and think that, think what the heck was wrong with me. I, she had two herniated discs oh. in her back, a messed up shoulder. And she's trying to learn how to eat like a normal human again. She said, love the podcast and the sip and snarks. So I have chills because, you know, when I did my, I had done a couple of videos, but like my, my most impactful video, like I was sobbing in my car and I did it more because I just, I had to get it out and I came home and I showed my oldest. So she's 18 and my husband and my husband was like, I've got to go pick up a kid or something gave me zero reaction. And I was like, I was just pouring my heart out and you're not. And he said, I had to leave because it hurt my heart so bad to watch you. And I've been watching you doing this to yourself. And yeah, like it hurt. It hurt me too bad. I could not give you a response in that moment, but you have to post this because this matters. Right. And, and that's why, you know, that's why we do this is because it matters. And I thought I was the only one Yeah, and, you know, and we each were finding out like, no, there are thousands of us out here yeah. with this story. Yeah. And, you know, and that's why, um, that's why I, I truly enjoy like, you know, what, the four the five of us do right when it comes to like dc you amber and jen because you know like with everybody gets like different personalities from us everybody gets um we all each have a separate different story right and with the five of us together like just doing the sip and snarks and like the snark week like yeah every time i talk to somebody on the podcast that's what they bring up every single time right so that's why just know that while you're sitting in your bed, relaxing and getting better, right? You're making yeah. a difference. And that's all, that's what we wanted to do in the MLM anyways. Absolutely. I wanted, I wanted to help people live a healthier yeah. life. 
And, and I feel like now we're helping people so much more than I could. Yeah. And And that's conditional and it's, it's not transactional. I'm not getting paid. You're not getting paid. We're doing this because we love people and we're trying to make up for the crap we did because I did all of it. I did all of it. Well, I do earn a little bit of money from podcasts because I use Anchor. Good for you. But other than that, everything that we do is free. Yeah. Because guess what? It gets expensive. We have to actually have equipment <laughs> to do the stuff we do. And and it's like, okay, if we have an opportunity to get monetized on YouTube or podcast or whatever that can help offset that. Yeah. You know, we, we lost money's money for our family for years in these programs. <laughs> if we can if we can just at least stop that part, that'd be great. That'd be great. Right. If we could just make that up a little bit, that would be wonderful. So that leads me into, you do have a YouTube channel. Um, that is absolutely amazing. You have some great videos on there. Mm-hmm. I actually sat down and uh, I may not be the best at commenting on them, but I think I have binge watched all of your episodes. Um, so do you, I will make sure to put the link to your YouTube and Instagram and everything in the show notes. Um, but do you have anything that we missed that you wanted to share with anybody? I don't think so. I think that the thing I want to get across is don't be embarrassed of getting taken advantage of because we all, we all fell for it. And by, by being embarrassed, by thinking that your story doesn't matter, that is how the Huns are able to continue to prey on people. And so sharing your story in any way possible. You don't have to start a podcast. You don't have to start a YouTube channel, but messaging one of us and saying, Hey, can you share my story? Yes. Yes. We'll share it. We will share it anonymously. We will shout it from the rooftops because the more people that know they're not alone, the better. Yeah. I think what I'm going to start doing is I'm probably going to add in, um, like just a, a short episode, probably once a week on the weekends that where I just read um, stories that people have sent us so yeah. that they can get out there and just be known so that other people can hear it if they don't want to come on the podcast. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I love that. And now we're going to, I'm going to ask you the, the fun questions before we close out. All right. First questions first. I asked Jen, who is your favorite of the snark crew? Me, Amy, Jen, or DC? You know, so here's, it's so hard to tell because like we do bring such different, I would say I probably get the biggest kick out of DC because she's experiencing all of this for the first time with. (laughs) So it's like, it's like watching your kid eat like a warhead for the first time. You're like, oh, this is going to be good. Somebody to say that because she is. Watching her is like, oh my God, I can't wait till DC figures this out. And it's like yeah. almost nobody realizes that DC was never in Beachbody. No. And and when she sees this stuff and when she's really like, what? Like, she's serious. And she, so that's why, like, she just, how much she has just come in and just been open to everything. And she's like, sure, I'll try Shakeology you know, energize, whatever. Um, so I to do Benadryl. She had to take Benadryl after that. Yeah. 
Like I love all of our crew, but poor DC yeah. is like the little kid that we're like, here, you should try this <laughs> and just sit back and watch. Poor thing. She's our tester. <laughs> we love oh. you, DC. We love you. We love you. Oh, can't give a, I can't, we can't let it go that like your, your cat is the damn it Carl face. Which is amazing. I love her. Oh, I've got some, I've got some other pictures. Like I've got some good ones of her. Cause she, she's a purebred uh, Persian uh -huh. and she looks mad all the time. And she's judging you nonstop. Yeah. So the pictures I love are, her. yeah. I love her. All right. If you had a choice between two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which would you choose? I would choose flying. Okay. Um, especially when like I live away from family or something to be able to like teleport or yeah. be somewhere where you could be involved. Yes. With family. That that's what I would want. Yes. Yeah. What was the last gift you gave someone? Ooh. Okay. So it's kind of a, <laughs> my 11 year old, bless her heart, um, gets in, she likes a lot of different things and we got her into orchestra and got her a cello. <gasps> Is that the day. big thing? Is that the big one? It's like bigger than her. I'm like, could you have picked something else? Like, but what is the other one? That's the, the step down. The Okay. So the bass is the hugest one, right? That's the biggest one. Cello. And then cello, I think. Yeah. He was going to play cello and then yeah. he realized that he had to carry it home. Mm -hmm. Now he's playing whatever is the next step down. <laughs> yeah, so, no, mine was like, go big. So it would be a cello. Yeah. Yes. I love her. I love it. All right. Um, if you, if you could compare yourself with any animal, which would it be and why? Um, super interesting I'm trying to think which animal I actually so I used to do trainings when I I was a human resources manager for 15 years okay and so I did a training where you like go through what your animal is and I was a lion um because I'm very analytical yeah but like you fire me up and it's on like I'm I'm coming at she's coming yeah. <laughs> yep uh, I love it, Amy. I appreciate you coming again. Um, and I'm hoping to, I mean, we'll continue to do this. I'm hoping to have all of y'all on. Maybe we'll do like a live podcast one oh, day. Be so fun. And yeah. do a snark something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah. I'm so glad that you shared more of your story that yeah. a lot of us did not know. Um, and I will make sure to drop everything to connect with you in the show description. Um, and I want to thank you for coming onto the podcast. Absolutely. Like this has been the best. I appreciate so. you, Amy. Right. I do. Bye. Bye. All right, fam. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of call Cheryl Hunt. You're in a cult. I hope you found value in this episode. I hope there is something in this episode that you can relate to. And I hope there's something in this episode that you can take away from. As always, I appreciate your support. 
If you have a story that you would like to share, please feel free to email me at callcherylhun at gmail.com or reach out to me on Instagram at callcherylhun. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day, night, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this episode. And I'll see you next Monday.